Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favour and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Welcome to episode 200 and whatever this is. Are we 215 now? The After-Lodge Podcast. Yeah. This is After Lodge Harlan, and that face that you see on the screen if you're watching live, that, that is Worshipless Producer Bruce, ladies and gentlemen. That's usually how you can tell when somebody's getting old is they don't remember how old they are anymore. You can tell a podcast is getting old when they just don't know what episode they're on anymore. So, I think this podcast was getting old around episode nine. We are downright geriatric. Yes. Uh, as far as Masonic podcasts go, we absolutely are. Yeah. Oh. They usually yeah. do like what twelve, and they're gone, or I right? Don't know. Yeah, right. Maybe a year at most. But, uh, but but one of the guys will leave and start a new one with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um. Anyway, uh, we have Sir John, uh, fresh back from the liquor store, preparing for Thanksgiving. Even. Uh, martinis. And I'm still trying to make sure that this isn't a glitch or some kind of screen burn. But I see, I see, brother Nick down there in the corner. <laughs> Don't worry, Harlan. He's only going to be able to stay half an hour. So, well, step you know, him. my wife is due to give birth sometime <laughs> in the next two weeks, which leads me to my first rant. We know so much about the universe, quantum computing, but the doctors can't figure out when the baby's going to be born. Well, yeah. That's because when the baby's going to be born has nothing to do with science and everything to do with the baby and what the baby wants because your whole life is about to be subject to the illogical whims of a human <laughs> child. Because the doctor's like, December 7th is the due date. And I'm like, Okay, and then oh, sorry. <laughs> and then it was like we were at the doctor's last week because now we have to go every week. And the doctor's like, "Well, it could happen anytime." I was like, "Wait, what do you mean? Like, wait, I'm a planner. I need to plan these things. I got a lot of stuff going on." I almost feel like we can make a reality show out of what Nick being a dad is going to be yes. like. <laughs> He's just going to be losing his mind every says, day. I'm a planner, he says. <laughs> it's craziness. Oh, we're so happy for you, Nick. So I was like, do we know when the baby's born? She's like, sometime between, and this was last week and three weeks from now. I'm like, okay, how are we going to know? I said, the water's going <laughs> to break, right? And she's yeah. like, mm, maybe. Not necessarily. And she goes, it might not break. Trust I me, said, she'll know. Right, like the woman <laughs> will know. She yeah, will but know. That is Harlan. That is not. I I can't. Ex I I promise you, she will know. To to quote Robin Williams, you'll be sitting there one day, and then all of a sudden she'll have that look in her eye, and you'll stare at her, and she'll have the entire house packed in two small bags. <laughs> we gotta go. It's yeah. It's kind of hard to describe. Human human biology is is it's essentially magic in that we just don't understand so much of it. Uh, but what we do understand is that the mother will know. Yeah. When, when you will have no my doubt misses, when it is time, when my missus realized she was time to pop, it was like somebody hit the light switch at Shea stadium. Just yeah. boom. <laughs> yeah. Don't, uh, you know, if the water breaks, you got to go in, but sometimes the water breaks and like, it's not time yet. And so you're just going to be sitting in the hospital because now you have like an infection risk, but you might sit there for another several days. Who knows? 
Mm-mm. Nick, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some very sage advice. What? And not and no no not not my usual advice of hey watch me like this fart. No no this is like proper like guy advice. Get yourself a couple of bags, fill one up with like snacks, drink boxes, stuff that's non-perishable. Put it in your trunk. Leave it there. Yeah. Put another bag full of a change of clothes for you. At least one. At least one change of clothes for the missus and toiletries. And set that one in there as well. Yeah. Pillows and blankets. Yeah, so all that is... You will thank me later. <laughs> so not the food. It was really good. Yeah, I didn't think about the food. I got to make a note of that. But yeah. Lots of Oreos. Lots of snacks. Packed, and I didn't realize how big of a deal it was that the baby's first outfit. Yes. I didn't know that. So thankfully we have probably half a suitcase full of out- outfits for a. <laughs> well, cause there's going to be all these. Pictures. Like, and that's the scam too is take your oh, own yeah. pictures. Like, cause they're going to come in and they're going to take a bunch of pictures, like cute little pictures in this little cart thing with like props and stuff. No, no, no. And Don't then they're going to take pictures. Don't say they're cute. Yes. You know better. Well, I do, but but they're going to take all these pictures and then they're going to hit you up later for boatloads of money. So, like, while they're taking the pictures, just kind of slip a few with your camera and then say no thanks. Yeah, we already told them that. Yeah, you can still come in. They could come in. They ain't getting in. But You're going to be in a very vulnerable state and they they will prey on you. Um they they did the same thing with us, and thankfully my wife is very shrewd, and so am I. And they came in and, oh, let's take pictures of your of your kid. Well, the, the, my son when he was born had Billy Rubin uh, build up or whatever, so he was like a little carrot. I mean, he was a little or, little orange version of me. Well, he's a little orange version of like Churchill Him? covered in, covered in cheese. Yes. Um, so they're popping photos of that. Well, one, we'll take our own pics. Two. Why he's covered in his own goo? I it's a little early for picks. Just say no. But don't sweat it. Don't sweat it. Just sleep. Sleep. Oh my God! Sleep every second that you can. Just sleep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Here I am, almost five years later, and I'm still like, God, I'm so behind on the sleep. Just. Just sleep for the land God. And Harlan, here's here's one for you: is even when your kids get older, and like say they turn six, you can tell them they can be anything they want. I told my son that. I mean it greatly. I love my son to death, but he's decided that what he wants to be right now is a fucking alarm clock that goes off at about quarter yes. to six in the morning <laughs> every <laughs> day. And every fall, daylight savings time will come. Oh God. And your 6 a.m. child will become a 5 a.m. child. You'll just want to kill yourself. Because then at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, they're just magnificent little shits because they're so tired. But it's awesome. It's a good time. You'll enjoy yourself, Nick. Um, On the mode of missing sleep, uh, where I was going, Bruce, with the short podcast request myself is... uh, for some reason, this fraternity makes me do senseless things to myself. One of which is waking up to be at Lodge at 5 a.m. every Thanksgiving. This will be the 11th time to go do a Master Mason degree on Thanksgiving morning. And I keep doing it. And every year terrible. as I'm driving down there, I say, I am never doing this again. Why am I doing this? And then by the next year, I'm like, well, I guess I'm... Rolling down to Lodge in the morning. Christ, if, if you're getting up that early, why don't you just be symbolic about it and do it at low 12? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. You're up already, apparently. It's the one day of the year where I wake up before Bruce. <laughs> so so you're saying that... I just I have such a problem with doing it on that day. Because it's Thanksgiving, if they didn't eat too much and and people watch other people watch football, it's like family holiday. It's like, hey, I know Freemasonry will take you away from your family. Quote one night a month. <laughs> well, that's why. That's, that's why. It's so why early. they do it so early? 
Because most guys get home like when their families are waking up. Yeah. So yeah. if it was um, Christmas, that'd be something else. It's Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah. yeah but uh, you could do it the Friday after Thanksgiving, but ain't nobody gonna be there. <laughs> Everybody's gonna show up Thanksgiving, but the day after they're too busy shopping. Oh uh, yeah. And, the fuck. Or in my case. Working. In my case, they're just hibernating with all of the overeating that happened the day before. Yeah. Does all that Black Friday. That ain't for me. Uh, Black Friday, since I was, God, since before I moved out of, of, yeah, I was still in high school when uh, Black Friday is the day when I lock the door and and close the blinds and don't leave the house under any circumstances. (laughs) If you want to see humanity at its absolute worst, don't remind me. I actually have to work on Black Friday now that I'm private sector. <laughs> yes, I have to as well, and I will be doing it from this desk right here. <laughs> Bugger off. Not leaving the house. It's a rule that I've lived by, and it's served me quite well. I'll be taking mass transit to my job on Friday. <laughs> Fuck. Mass, you, you don't have mass transit there. Who's mass transit? Like many, a guy in a pickup truck? Many moose roped together. I mean, much moose one moose with 20 people on it. I'm stuck yeah. on the mass part. I mean, four people in that state is a mass. Okay. So public <laughs> transit. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Come on, where where are you all in in population density, John? Be honest. I don't know. We're pretty dense. Um, You're pretty pretty well above (laughs) pretty well above Wyoming, I would suppose. Yo, kiss my ass. You gotta be in the top five least. We've got dense, right? So you have Minneapolis. Are you in? Oh, are you talking like? cities in my state or at least dense I'm talking about the state as a whole you are fucking high am I wrong okay I don't like I'm I'm being I'm trying to be serious I gotta look it up now yeah well you got a computer I'm doing this on iPad nobody lives in Minnesota also um, Bruce Bruce did till he passed out in an elevator the most recent episode of Doctor Who um, featured featured a a new Yes. Featured a new conspiracy uh, with these postal delivery robots that went insane. And it was one of the creepiest creepiest Doctor Who's I've ever seen. And it was all about you. (laughs) I tell you what, shove a sprocket up Bruce's ass and you got that episode in a nutshell. Yeah. So I know you're not a Whovian, but I highly encourage you to at least watch the most recent episode. Cool thing about Doctor Who is like you, you don't have to have watched it from the beginning because you can just kind of drop in anywhere. Every I episode. saw the first nine season, like the British ones, and then like yeah. the four. I'm thinking four American ones or five, maybe. I didn't know there we had three doctors. Say again. I didn't know there were American ones. Well, not American. The the new ones. The newer ones. The ones they started in like 2002 or whatever. Yeah. Hey, Bruce. Yeah. 22nd. Upper what? 50%. Well, there you go. Shuck, shuck it. I'm back. sorry. I, I apologize for, for thinking your state was sparser than it was, John. Yeah, well, it's like pretty much focused in like three spots around the state. Other than that, yeah, sparse is the right word for it. So now that now that we got to the bottom of that, well, okay, wait. Let me. In in my defense, in in your defense, I looked it up incorrectly because I looked it up by straight population, which Vermont comes in second to last. So somebody on a computer, somebody on a computer, find me the population density by state. God damn it! Well, it's you're not in the top ten. Well, yeah, this just in. Hmm. 
let's right. see. In other, Mas- in other Masonic news, while Bruce is being our research department, God save us all. This will be uh, fun. This will be good fun. Yeah. All right, so you are, out of the 50, you all are 36th. <laughs> so there are 13... Four, 14. Sparser. That'd be, that'd be 14. More more sparse, whatever. Can you at least tell me that Wyoming's at the bottom? Oh, yeah. It's at the bottom three. It has to be. Uh, Wyoming and I is... love Wyoming. Yes. Yes, it is. It's at the bottom. Oh. No, Alaska's at the bottom. Oh, I didn't... Alaska doesn't count. Well, Alaska's effing huge. That's why. It's Alaska, Wyoming, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota. Yeah, I'd buy, yeah my, our neighbors? What? Yes, absolutely. Nobody. That's where I want to go. Dakota. That's... No. That's what I'm doing now. <laughs> I have to get away from people. I, I advise against Dakotas. I mean... I love my brothers in South Dakota because all the York right guys I know and they know me. But I, I, you know, Western South Dakota, do that. Hot Springs. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I've been looking at this this group ahead thing that I was talking about before the show. Yeah, and I don't know if any of your. It- Brothers use it. So it's one of these companies. There's like a whole bunch of these now that will make they call it, they sell it like they're making you a custom app, but really it's just they've made this dynamic app and they pop your logo and stuff in it and you know. So then you say your your lodge has an app with like messaging and a calendar and a wall and all this stuff. And I'm trying to figure out is this better than Slack and would it be more effective? Like Squarespace for social communication. I was really attracted by the fact that it does calendaring and payments and like member profiles with contact info. Um... What I don't know is I don't think it has like a website or a web version like Slack does. Like the I think the big allure for Slack is like we've got older brothers who don't don't have a smartphone or if they do they're not going to use it for messaging with the lodge but they get on Slack like well, we've got it set up for them like it's email basically. They they check right. Slack like they check their email. Is that the uh, is that the thing Josh told me to download this morning? No, that, sir, that is another social media disaster waiting to happen. That wow. is Marco Polo. Why does it, why? Like, what's wrong with Slack that this thing does? So, I finally broke down and installed it after Marshall and Josh had been nagging me for months. Um, months. Josh yeah. just this morning well so i was worried about installing it because i got this message it just a message from josh and one from marshall occasionally that says hey harlan install this on your phone so i can send you video messages and it's uh, like yeah. a link shortener yeah, 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 yeah i work yeah. in i work in computer security so there's like no way i was ever gonna <laughs> that. immediate red flag so i messaged both of them back at some point. I'm like, hey, I think your phone's been hacked. And they'd be like, oh, no, 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 that's this app I'm using. I was like, whatever. Well, recently, a bunch of guys from our lodge got on Marco Polo, and they know that I have quit Facebook, and I am uh, I haven't quite got my coin yet. When do you get your coin? 30 days? So... <laughs> One day at a time, pal. I am no I'm on, I'm on Facebook because you never really quit it, Harlan. You just leave it for a while. I'm on day 15 uh, without Facebook, and the twitching is gone, and uh, my life is still significantly happier than it was before. It could also be because I stopped Facebook like right before the election, so 
I might just be happier because the election's over. I, I don't really know. I was going to say, to be fair, your presence on Facebook was very minimal. That's true. Well, that, I never really liked it to begin with. I was just on it because everybody else was on it. And if you weren't on Facebook, you were out of the loop. Right. Um, so now, but our lodge has Slack and uh, it serves us pretty well. But what Marco Polo is, is it's like, I don't know what to compare it to. So it's a video a chat app, kind of like Hangouts, these, where we, uh, we've got like a group and everybody's chatting, except it's not live. So like you'll hit the, the button on your phone and it'll record like a video message. And then when you stop recording, like it sends it to everybody as like a frame in a video. And then if people were on right then, they could watch watch you live and then they could respond to you live. So or you're saying it's basically Snapchat. Sort of, except uh, it doesn't have all of that silly attempts at making stuff get deleted because it never really gets deleted. And uh, so, so, so the videos all stay on there. Like I can get on there a week later and go back and look at everything that everybody yeah. did. Yeah. So it's like Slack with video, I guess. Is, Are they sponsoring this episode? Because we've been talking about it for like ten minutes. Uh, no, but we also talked about the the group ahead thing and Slack and Facebook. So. Yeah, we've been talking about four different things. Anyway, I uh, so I used it last night, and of course, uh, Bruce, you could take a guess at, at what was being discussed, um, namely, yeah, yeah. Uh, some inner turmoil we have going on in our lodge. Uh, officer elections are coming up in about a week, and stuff's getting dicey. Um, and of Why? course, Tony was in his hotel room naked, video chatting with everybody because Tony and. And I don't know why, because if you know Tony as long as we've known Tony, you know practical life advice is uh, when Tony's doing something weird, you never ask why. <laughs> so you, you really don't want to know. And everybody always asks why, and then they're sorry they did. So if he's doing no. something peculiar, you just accept it and, and roll with it. You never ask why. So no, I meant, what, why are you guys having troubles with elections? Oh, um, can't really get into that on a show. Um, there's there's multiple factions emerging over the master and some other things. It's basically it's a little serious. Yeah, it's not lodge. It's not after lodge appropriate. Anyway, we'll get it resolved. We always do. Every lodge has drama that crops up. From time to time, and you deal with it, and yeah, go on. Um, so anyway, they're talking about this, and all I'm thinking about is I'm not going to participate in this conversation because all of you are going to have everything I said on a video recording, right? That you can use later. Like, why? Why are we doing this? Hmm. This is this is insane. I mean, it's not that I don't trust my brothers. I just don't trust my brothers so video of me anywhere ever hence why this is we're on episode 215 yes. and this is only like the fourth time my face has ever appeared on this podcast yes it's a beautiful and face we're all thankful no we've uh we, we still haven't quite got over the shock of bruce's face <laughs> on the podcast so I will Dear Lord, him. somebody shave that yak. I'll keep talking <laughs> with this uh with this group ahead thing and if I decide to try it I'll report back on my thoughts. Meanwhile, I am uh I was on Twitter, so I was posting a, a previous show, which I do on Twitter now. Somebody's gonna need to copy that to our Facebook group, if you please. Um we have a Facebook group? A Facebook page. Oh, yes. Hey, um, we should install the new. We should install the Facebook Pixel on our website, or not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Jeff? Jeff Thanks, Jeff. Well, that, that, that went Hello, well. Jeff. Howdy. So, where is that going? Oh, so I'm on the. I'm on the Twitter, Jeff. Uh, can you or somebody put our episode 212 up on the uh, on the Facebook? 
already got the Astrologe podcast. So, I was on the Twitter, and one of the things in the Astrologe Twitter accounts feed is this, uh, it's a picture of new and ins- newly installed knights in the Southern Australia Preceptory of Knights Templar. Yes. So they're all wearing like these white tabards. With they wear the white... cap, the traditional English cap and mantle uniform, and right. white capes and red pillbox hats, like hats. the Scottish yep. right. Yeah. Shot the... it. <laughs> John and I are like, yep. Except there's one guy in a black hat and a black cape. See what that. <laughs> I hate you, Bruce. <laughs> That's funny right there. Brick. Uh that might be uh if it's a black hat, English style. Uh that could be the grand master of their grand priory. Oh yes. Well yeah, it's, we don't call okay. them <laughs> They frown on that shit. I was just taken aback because when I scrolled past it, I thought, oh, there's a Scottish Rite Valley posting some post-reunion thing. Because I didn't know that the York Rite did the costumery. Well, just the the whole over-the-top costumery thing. I thought that was a a Scottish Rite exclusive. Oh, Lord, no. You're insane. Hmm. We got that market cornered, pal. Um, (laughs) That's... He but, is so right. But I mean, aside from in the U.S., our chapeaus. Again, don't get me started on that bloody hat. And our class A's, the the English cap mantle. That's they have a lot of regalia that goes with their stuff, and it's you know they hmm. use it anywhere other than the United States that England has touched and Templary has taken foothold. That's the uniform. Grand priority. Grand Priory of Canada wears basically the same stuff that Grand Priory of uh, United Kingdom wears. What's the difference between the Grand Priory and the Grand Commandery? None. I mean, really not. A Priory is a Grand Priory. So if you go to Canada, there's a Grand Priory of the the provinces. Ontario, Saskatchewan. Um. If I remember right, and then there's a Grand Priory of Canada. They don't have a Grand Encampment because they didn't deem it necessary to give themselves a super special name because they figure being the Grand Priory of, say, a country was special enough. I love my Northern brothers. Um, but same with Australia. Is there's... Uh, it's... Uh, Provincial priors, maybe provincial grand priors, um, and then a grand priory of Australia. Now, our York right brethren from without that are listening to this, please feel free to correct me on. Well, correct me on the feed. These guys will tell me because I don't read that shit. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's it's same but different. Wait, so you guys. So you guys have like like stage crews and theaters and the whole the whole deal? No, we're not. No, we we don't have nearly have our crap together that well. Oh, well, we I don't see. need that. So it's just it's just a cape that we that a lot of the Yorkites wear. That's it. I mean, there's no. I mean, no, these guys have these guys have like the tabards and the boots and the yeah. They do their stuff is. Belt boots, gloves, or gauntlets. Yeah. White tabard thing. Yeah, and that's I mean, the Red Cross, right? That's the Red Cross on the. Uh... Yes. Yeah. yeah, they they have the they all have the te- equal arm Templar cross. Not like in the United States where we have our cat mantle uniforms, but everybody's got a different whatever yeah, on there because yeah, you need yeah. to recognize that for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yes. It's an interesting segue since we're discussing the Scottish Rite. Um, <laughs> oh, Christ. 
No, we had, yeah. So we had a, a reunion recently, and I, I did end up having to fill in in the consistory and concerned about how that's going to end long term. But uh, one of the things I really enjoyed is that uh, our, our costume director, we've had a new guy for a few years, and he's been singing a song that a bunch of us like, which is in a lot of cases, some of this stuff, like what was in that picture... Uh, kind of needs to go. So, like the whole crusader thing that we do in a lot of degrees with the with the big long coats and the fake chainmail and the all of that is is being replaced slowly with uh, with tuxedos and baldrics and what? the Scottish Rite hat. And so I was in this reunion and I, I wore my tuxedo with like the Scottish Rite hat. Um, and there's something about a tuxedo and a sword that is, it's slick, wrong. Man. Very slick. wrong. It's nope. Wrong. It's wrong. It's quite slick. So. Because the no, no. belt isn't, you don't understand. The belt that holds it is not a normal belt. Yes. No, it's not. And, That's true. And the sword slaps your side as you're walking and then you have to move the sword in order to sit down. And then when you stand up, you got to move the sword again. It's well, okay. If, if, if you know, I, if you know enough whole... about drill and ceremony, you can move the sword walk around with the sword just fine. If you're wearing a tuxedo and must go under arms, PPK. I don't know what any what? of those words mean. You just said. Come if again. You're, if you're if you're in a tuxedo and you have to be under arms or armed. The only respectable thing you should have is a PPK. I'm oh. guessing a PPK is a gun. Oh, James. It, it's James Bond's <laughs> gun, for fuck's yeah. sake. Okay, got it. Well, got so it. first okay. off, is, is we didn't do the whole sword belt thing because it's the consistory. So the officers in the consistory, their swords are, for what, for what we use them for, they're like in these holders. And you just take them when you need them. Like, they're not on you. Um, so uh, I don't know how that would work logistically because a tuxedo is not as flexible for doing that kind of drill and ceremony. But as John said, uh, I'm very familiar with like sword and drill and all of that. So it's, I guess yeah, I never really sure. noticed the issues of <laughs> like wearing that. Um, but it, it I think that the tuxedo and the baldric with the pillbox hat, it added so much more effect to that degree instead of like the robes that we used to do, which were kind of distracting. If you're in the Scottish Rite and you can think about what the consistory is about in the 32nd degree, they always sort of clashed. And then the army, uh, the Knights of St. Andrew did this whole thing with like khaki slacks and uh, navy blazers. And they did wear their swords, and uh, they had these these hats. I forget what they're called. It's like, a, it's it's like a top hat except with one side like stuck up with the emblem on it, and it's not a chapeau because it's it's round. Oh, you're talking like about the, the you're talking about like essentially the outback hat. No, this Where this looks like in the middle and no, it it looks sort of like uh, like. Like an like a steam pipe hat, just a little shorter, like a top hat, like I wore when I was master. Except the the brim is flat, and one of them is folded up. The left side's folded up and pinned with the with the Teutonic cross. It was pretty sharp. Uh, I think there's some photos I can dig out and share with you guys uh, after Very the French. show. But well, yes, it's the Scottish right. <laughs> <laughs> That um, makes sense in my head. However, to anybody listening, that makes no fucking sense. So, to anybody listening who's... Yes, okay. Yeah, I guess I should reiterate. The Scottish <laughs> Rite is in no way Scottish. It is French, and the York Rite is English. It's the age-old French-English thing. Um, you know, arguably, there's a video. There's a video somebody did that explains the differences in history between the Scottish Rite and the York Rite in a very short format that's easy to understand. Yes, we, we, we watched the video. Did you really? We, we talked about it on the show. Yeah. You watched that video? 
I still recommend 33rd and Beyond, even though they treat yes. the orc rat like an afterthought. But well, that that is the video. <laughs> oh, I'll plug it. I got it right here. Yes, that was a good. It was a very good, well done documentary. Uh, 33 and Beyond. If you haven't seen it, uh, it, it makes for a good lodge or after lodge video. That's what we did. We uh, made some popcorn and threw it up after lodge. Yeah, short, is it short meeting night. So first, I was I was talking about three distinct knocks, but second, is it better than the movie uh, The Freemason? I don't know that I've I, seen that one. Oh my goodness, you have to! It's like four dollars. It's the greatest four dollars you've ever spent in your life. It's like a guy and. <laughs> Well, it, it's got Sean Astin in it from Lord of the Rings. I know that. Oh, my goodness. It is so I, good. It's like so this I, guy's... I, go. No, go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. It's like this This guy's grandfather dies, and he, like, opens a box and sees an apron, and he's like, what is this? And, and then it's like, he goes to the lodge... And the, the worship master, who apparently just hangs out at the lodge all the time, because that's his job. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we've been waiting for you. Your grandfather told us about you. <laughs> awesome. Love it. It's so, it's so good. I, I bought a copy of The Freemason. I mean, Did you I, I really? Bought, well, so here's the deal. I bought it. And I'm like, I'm gonna buy it and try it. Cause I mean, it was again, it was like eight bucks when I bought it. Like, I'm gonna buy it, try it. I brought it to lodge. It was well, it was just in my briefcase. I didn't even bring it to lodge for the sake of showing it. But I'm, I mentioned to a good friend of mine who's like, he's one of those masons that's in everything, knows everything, blah blah blah. Good friend of mine. I'm like, yeah, I got this movie, The Freemason. He's, oh, I've been meaning to watch that. Can I borrow it? I'm like, well, I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, go right ahead. Let me know how it turns out. I borrowed this movie to my buddy Sean and then I forget about it. And like two months later, I'm like, Hey, can I get that movie back? He goes, no. I'm like, what do you mean? No. He goes, it was so bad. I am not giving you that movie back. He gives me eight <laughs> bucks and says, I'm throwing that fucker away when I go home. Wow. Man. Wow. Oh, that's messed up. So it's it, like mystery it's science theater. So level. Yes, good. apparently. Oh my goodness! It's, it's, it's like, like B movie good, I guess. Like like <laughs> yeah. so bad it might so be. Good now I need bad. to see it because I, I am a huge fan of. That's really the, I still movies. haven't seen it. I still technically own that movie somewhere. <laughs> yes. Oh, you have to um, see it. It's, I mean, I I'm get made fun of by my wife all the time because every like bad movie that comes on the Sci-Fi Channel, I'm like glued into. So yeah. I've seen every combination of fictional monster versus every other combination of fictional monster. Every variant of shark plus bad weather. Oh, oh yes. Alien tornado. That was a good one. Alien tornado? Yes. Oh my god. That's actually these extraterrestrials that, that didn't manifest as carbon-based life forms. They were like energy weather type. They, they, they interacted with, with matter and so they were causing all these tornadoes. That's it was very wow. bad. That's but not, not bad like Sharknado because Sharknado was intentionally bad, and that just kind of ruined it. Like you have to have one of those movies where the producers were trying really hard to make a sci-fi movie. And no, wait, even the first dead? one was intentionally bad. I thought they, I thought the first one they were trying to make a good sci-fi movie, and then when they realized what they did, they just kind of went fuck all of it. Essentially, just came a huge meme. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I need to go back and watch that just because it has Tara Reid in it. And yep, I will. You know. Oh Christ! So, <sighs> anyway, uh, oh, I lost my my costume train of thought. So we're we're rolling out yeah. these costumes, John. So I was shocked to learn that the York Rite does that because I thought we were trying to be more like the York Rite in. Like the class A uniform type thing, um, are there's a bunch of us that are really pushing for okay, you can you can keep the long black robes and maybe the long white robes when they're appropriate. You know, the swords and the chapeaus have their place, but 
there's just a lot of us that aren't really we think we could do better than the 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 old uh tabards and fake chain mail and yeah um the oh the boots do you guys have the boots the the like the well, aren't they basically like some it's sort like of wonky it like... on your leg and buttons and like has a little thing you push your shoe through so you gotta wear yeah. black shoes yeah it's like some sort of yeah. weird like spat yeah it's um so all of that stuff i i guess worked um it, i mean it still does work but you know there's there's this thing about trying to make make improvements and make things better and uh that's a push not everybody likes it so we're you know well we're getting there slowly, one one thing at a time. But that thirty second degree was sharp, uh, it, not just in ritual, but like in the the appearance of of the crew in that degree. I I was in it and and couldn't stop thinking of like, man, this looks so cool. That's the nice thing about yeah. tuxedos is every mason should own at least one. It will probably fit because they probably bought it to fit them and not one size fits most. And it's not 80 years old and pulled out of a questionable closet. Well, so our uh, our roving room guys actually take really good care of our stuff. So it's worn because it's just because it's old. But I've seen some really bad, bad roving rooms. So I don't know if yours looks like that. But ours ours is, as far as at least Scottish Rite Valleys I've seen, you know, our, our guys do a good job of keeping that stuff up. I can't imagine what the dry cleaning bill is when you roll in with a with a trailer size rack of nineteen <laughs> twenties handmade <Boy>. costumes. <laughs> so what's this about? I heard apparently there was a guy who was on mic. His mic was on, and he's apparently like calls out like I didn't even know I had a speaking part here. <laughs> what at the reunion? Apparently, yeah. There was one of the guys. Oh. Uh, one of the guys in my uh, chapter and council. Yeah, uh, he I, he was part of the team up there, and he was talking about. Uh, it. I guess I wasn't up in the in the auditorium when that happened, but yeah, that that happens more than more than it should, because we use those those wireless microphones like that go on your ear. It's supposed to be real small and little small boom hidden. mic. That yep. Yeah, and then you've got this, this thing that you put on your belt, and you're always running cables down wherever. But if you forget to hit the mute button, you know, once you leave the auditorium, you're broadcasting to everyone in there. So we'll have guys who leave the stage and then head downstairs for a cup of coffee in there. Have you had the urinal visit yet? (laughs) (laughs) I've heard about them. That shit's priceless. I've heard about them. I've been present for one. It was awesome. If if your stage crew is on top of it, they have a sound guy who really quickly realizes what's yeah. happened and he mutes that microphone from like the stage. Uh, but our stage crew sometimes gets really thin. And so there's not always somebody there to with just their hands on the buttons to stop that kind of stuff from happening. So for those that haven't had the pleasure, I'll sum it up this way. Mm. <laughs> That's what was echoing through an auditorium as I was sitting in the upper rafters during a York Rite degree that was being held in the Scottish Rite Temple because somebody forgot to flip off the remote mic. Beautiful. <laughs> awesome. So, I mean, I've uh, I've actually been guilty of that myself. I just got lucky when I, not, not the urinal thing, but yakking <laughs> off stage. I just got lucky that the uh, the stage crew, you know, realized that I had left. And so this guy was on top of it because, you know, we've got like monitors. It, it's pretty cool what they've got going on up there. They So the guy in the, the stage room has got like the monitors so he can see who's in the auditorium. And so whenever somebody walks out that's mic'd up, he just hits the mute button on them because he knows. I guess he's done this enough to just know. He knows things will go sideways. Yeah. Um, and then I, I had this whole chat. And I don't remember what it was about, but I know it would have been embarrassing had it been broadcast to the entire auditorium. And then I looked down after the conversation's over, and I saw the little green light peeking down around my belt. And I had this heart-sinking moment. (laughs) Uh, Didn't take long to figure out that nobody heard any of it. And so I I went back and told the, the sound guy I owed him a beer. 
he didn't know what I was talking about either. So, <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> so, I have to go. I'm totally out of time, guys. But next week, I will tell you about my initiation into the Order of Eastern Star. Oh, you actually did it? I actually did it. Uh, and it was rude. actually... So do you have first to have of all, a, a star-shaped hole punched in your dues card now? First that- of all... <laughs> wait, Not his dues card. That would actually be a good idea. We have I, to do it, that. Honestly, top five rituals I've ever seen in my life. You're fired. And I counted them. I've seen over 80 degrees. That's it? <laughs> You're you're fired. Wait, thirty-two. Fired. Fired. You know oh, you mean different degrees. You yeah. don't get a star shaped punch in your deuce card. You get a star shaped punch in your fucking man card. Turn that shit <laughs> in. Top, top five rituals I've ever seen. Let's let's be fair, John. Like something's have to be there. That's that's kind of like a thing. Yeah. Well that's true. Go ask your wife to get the man card out of her purse and put the last punch in it. Yeah. Anyway, you're, more details. You're fired. Bye, Nick. Is your, is your wife an yeah. answer star, Nick? No. My, my wife is nine months pregnant. She ain't doing nothing. Well, she so is. Wait. I, I, I so you joined me without her? I didn't mean like. Oh, no, no. Just let him hang up. Nick, you better listen to the show later because we're going to shell the fuck out of you here in about 30 seconds. Goodbye. <laughs> wow. Bye. You. You can join the Eastern Star without your wife. I thought that was yes. the only reason, like Apparently a man did join. No, that's the only reason you should. But that's not the because I know uh, a guy at my fish fry lodge. He's in it, and he's not even he's not married. Oh my god! Uh, Why I don't know, but okay. So if you're over sixty, might be a good move. Here's why: you're going into a room full of old biddies. Some of them may be single. Might work out for you. Might not. If you are less, if you were born after, say, Nixon was in office, what are you doing? I, I mean, I, I, I admittedly don't ever. know much about the star, but I know a bunch of people who are in the star, and all of the ones I know are in it because they're no wait, Bruce. I don't think Ray's wife is in the star. Yeah, she's gotta be. I've never heard her um, talk about it. Like I maybe she doesn't is. Know. I've been there, uh, unless he, I mean he's the uh, worthy patron. Yeah, he's year. like a big deal in there. That's what I'm so saying. I would think join like a long time ago and just doesn't go anymore. I don't know. I, I stay away from the star because <clears throat> my wife uh, doesn't enjoy when they solicit her membership. Uh, yeah. Very, very aggressively. And she thought that telling them she was Jewish would make them stop. And it did for a while, but then they started again. So the, my wife was a Eastern star for one year. Um, and she did the year we got married because she was like, all right, I'm going to try this. I didn't ask her to. She just thought she'd try it in case it was some sort of amazing masonry wife thing going on that she was missing out on in case it was like the women's version of freemasonry well not even or i don't know why the... why can't we have that sorry i'll let john finish and then i'll go on my why can't we have that rant don't get me started as long <laughs> we as we can have before, that we can have this that isn't that though we we yeah but let's not talk about co-masonry or all blowing no no, no 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 i mean no. like there's got to be a thing why why can't women just have a thing Again, that's just for Again, women. John, nobody's talking about France. Whether whether it's whether it's masonry or or just something else, maybe something like more college. more custom tailored to women. Or, but but there's nothing wrong with that. I just don't I don't get the the whole star concept. Like why don't women resent that organization more than they do? They should. I, I, it's it's the booby prize. Like you, you kick the men out. Do your own thing, like girl power and all that jazz. Like that. have nice. have a women's group and do your thing. Like we we talk, we did a whole show about the uh, about female masonry and like how that's okay. That's completely fine. 
just go girl power and all that, but don't don't do it as like a consolation prize from the men. Like go do your own thing. Uh, yeah, that's my 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 wife did it for years. She's like funny. never again. She was bored, stupid. She just it was it was it was all the same arguments that we hear from possibly you know, new members in a lot of lodges of this is the most boring shit. All they do is talk about their meeting minutes and visiting other <laughs> bodies. Did Jason do the same thing? She. We don't let our wives join the lodge because then they'd find mm-hmm. out that that's like all we do, and then then they give it us much more mystique. hassle. Yeah. yeah, much more hassle about not going. Like, why are you? I remember missing this thing to go to lodge, and why and, would you rather wife... hear the minutes than have tea with my mother? Yeah. At, at my mother lodge, we had a we had a pipe break. Flooded our whole building. It was a historic building. Um, we were about to move. You know, talk about selling the building. The pipe broke. Thank God. So insurance paid to have the whole building rebuilt essentially from the ground up because it was historic. We held this big banquet for a thank you of all the membership. Well, we the guy who's the master at the time, Chris, put it on. And I remember we had our <laughs> Eastern Star Grand Line was down as part of the whole deal for whatever reason. Um. And this was, and I'll point out with my first wife, <laughs> uh, we're at the dinner, we're about to start eating, and I'm sitting there, it's me, her, but then it's like three members of the Grand Eastern Star Line, including the Grand Worthy Matron or whatever. And for some reason, I get a wild hair up my ass, and I go, well, you know, it's so weird that you guys are here, because Angie here has been talking about joining the Eastern Star for at least a year, and she's really excited about it. They jumped all over her like a pack of hungry dogs on a loose pork chop. Yes. And then I walked away and ate my dinner and smoked some cigarettes <laughs> and talked to my brothers and came back like 45 minutes later and they had her like circled. It You're was terrible. Terrible. Mo- oh, yeah. I'm, a- I'm coming back in my next life with a toilet brush, but boy, I'm having fun while I'm here. So, so, the- <laughs> so. Speaking of girl power, um, litigation news this week. Uh, the Girl Scouts of America oh, God. is suing the Scouts USA because they're confusing their brand because now they have girls in the Scout uniform. and They dropped the word boy in front of Scout. Yes. and But they're still Girl Scouts. That is like girls only. And now they're suing the non-gendered scouts that used to be the Boy Scouts because now it's confusing to their brand. And I just I, hope, I, hope, the, the, I thought the that trick was, is there. There's a there's a mom. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Whatever you're doing, please stop. You're underwater. Walking? Oh, there you you're, go. Okay, that's you're better. Gargling. I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. That's. Oh, it was you're like good. A, uh, we're pulling a Nick. Audio with Jack. <laughs> Well, I bet the, the app just like completely crashed on me a minute ago. I don't know what was going on with it. But anyway, the trick was there's a mom in my son's scout group that was telling me she's a former Girl Scouts leader. And it's the Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts are completely different organizations. The only similarity they have is the word scout. Yes. So that's yeah. what it is, is there were there were enough girls saying they wanted to do the Boy Scout side of scouting. Things that, that basically don't suck. The B- yeah, exactly. The the BSA was like, well, you know, join. And not all groups, not all troops and packs are required to go um, gender gender neutral. I guess. Yeah. Like there are there are so, there are still some uh, male exclusive groups, and there there are actually some that are female exclusive. And they're not dropping the Boy Scouts, from my my understanding, is it's still going to be called the Boy Scouts. It's just, you know, it just it's just not actually exclusive to boys. I I know my wife. One of her statements has always been, you know, the Boy Scouts got to do fun stuff growing up. The Girl Scouts did lame shit. So basically, what you're saying is that the Girl Scouts have a legitimate claim that the Boy Scouts are ruining their image. 
because they're more fun to do things. They've got all these photos of like these girls doing all the fun things, and it says like scouts, and then like so they're losing new members because little girls are like, I want to do that. I want to sell cookies. I want to do like not fires. This is going to lead to masonry suing the shrine. Uh, wait, wait, that was an option. Why haven't we done that already? Well, they're trying in Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Plus the little yeah. dumb arts. Yeah. You mm. just keep trying down there, AR. You just keep on whatever. I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff to try. That, that, that could be our thing, John. We could, uh, we could be drunken idiots in our own lodge. Could be great. Have you just met me? I'm, unless I'm at work, <laughs> I'm kind of a drunken idiot wherever I go. <laughs> That's the real reason Prohibition is stuck around is there's enough of our members that know us as members well enough to be like, nah, we're not doing that. No, Prohibition stuck around because there's an, there's enough members that were still alive when Prohibition went into effect the first time around. That's true, and I voted against that dang repeal, and I ain't going to let it happen in my lodge. Al Capone was the greatest thing that ever happened in these United States. You know, Grover Cleveland said to me once, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, we get there, fellas. So I did. I know we were going to call it an early night, so I'm going to save this uh, Tiki Jack thing about the... Uh, uh, about the, the... What were they called? Sorry, I'm... Oh, the... Crap, where'd they go? Oh, the Proud Boys. Whoever in the world those guys are um that was an interesting piece he did so we'll cover that in a uh future episode yeah because i would like to get into that and i really don't think we have time no i'd like to hear about that no we Uh, definitely don't so he posted it to reddit um tiki posted it it's from his blog i guess uh stones and bones and uh it was an interesting read it's not very long at all uh, I'd never heard of this group, and now I got to find out who they are before I can, you know, misinformedly speak on them. Um, and then the other thing, oh, like somewhere, right? Yeah. Well, by the time the show comes out, we'll the have already the LEO of the Afterlodge experience. Have I what? Have you officially become the LEO of the Afterlodge experience now? Our, our lodge education officer. I thought I, I thought I had been for a long time. <laughs> okay, good. I was worried. Uh, he, was, he was that before we started the show. Yeah, that's what yeah. I figured, but I just you know, want to make so, sure. Just uh, getting it on audio tape. The other sure. thing I wanted that's, to... That's, that's how we got the job, John. <laughs> other thing I wanted to check with you guys on is I am... Uh, so I'm thinking about going through the Master Craftsman program again because it's changed so much from its original incarnation uh and i'm kind of intrigued and didn't know if maybe you brothers were interested in uh doing it simultaneously and we'd have like 10 minutes of show fodder for a future show for a while Uh, not for the whole having to write papers thing i would love uh, to do it yeah, but i, I want to learn stuff and no learn stuff i'm fine i will read papers like nobody's business but having to write them take take uh, take 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 jeff yep <laughs> <laughs> all right i've been putting it off for a while i've but been putting be it off for years now um and i was at the reunion and like we had all these excited where I died new guys who were ready to jump into it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I should probably do that. Oh, God, it's the Afterlife Challenge for four slackers. Fuck. Right. Yeah, well, so we'll probably get well, through, the- like, the first lesson, and then uh, <clears throat> and then we'll never speak of it again. <laughs> well, you know, then that'll give me a good primer to do Master Adept of the Temple. So that'll work out. Well, so... I, you know, they've divided it up now into the three parts and the, the, the first, I don't know what you call it. The first, uh, part eight or whatever is, uh, is all about the symbolic lodge. So since our audience is not all Scottish right Masons, thought maybe we could start there. Um, see what De Hoyos has to say about the symbolic lodge. 
And I don't say that in any way sarcastically because De Hoyos is... No, whatever De Hoyos has yeah. to say about the symbolic lodge, first of all, is absolutely correct. Yeah. Let's, make, let's make that abundantly obvious. There's a guy that we really... Like, I really want to try to have him pop on the show one day, but I'm also terrified of having him um, pop on the show. Uh, I, I promise you I will mute my mic. I, I would almost be embarrassed for us, like, well, even just going into it because of how dumb we're going to be. But that's kind of the angle that, that I thought we were starting to take with, with Chuck Dunning and, uh, and company. And then oh, the people like insanely smart people on. Yeah. Well, like have, yeah. Prolific Masonic scholars and invite them to hang out after lodge where like, maybe David, we learned David something. Riley. He came on like yeah. three times. Maybe we learn something, but we also have some fun, you know? So, Art, we have this great program. Um, so what we do is we take this basket full of fucking retards, and we put them together, and we want you to come in and sit right in the middle of them. <laughs> we take really, we give really her a serious and solemn philosophical matters, and we make fun of them. Yeah, it's um, Martin Yell, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and we call this basket the After Lodge Podcast. Because whether you know it or not, lodges all around the country, after the gavel drops, do this very thing. Uh, and we have proof that people all around the world listen to this podcast, apparently. Yes. There are tens of listeners scattered across the globe. Many tens. Maybe even dozens. Mm. To, our, to our brothers in Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, I salute you. <laughs> uh, to our to our brother in Mongolia, but yes, we salute you. Well, that chick with the unibrow, she could pass for one, so we'll we'll go with that. Uh, I mean, we we got the weird stuff. I told you guys about like the one listener in Iran, just randomly. That dude, uh, if he's listening, that's a brave man. If you're a <laughs> if you're a, if you're a Freemason in Iran, uh, huh. Uh, John, he's only listening because he's trying to find us. Yeah, probably, he's, like he's probably works. He's on orders from the Ayatollah to try to. He's he trying to get murder coordinates. To he has been assigned to the Afterlife Podcast crew permanently. Like, if you were trying to discredit Freemasonry in a in a in a place like Iran, I, I would imagine that this show would be a good place to get your propaganda from. This is what they're all like. They're Listen all... to these godless bastards. Gosh. Oh, but to our brothers in the civilized world, we are a welcome respite of fraternal bonding. And Okay, I, I, I can't do this anymore. I'm tired. <laughs> Uh, and I have to be at Lodge again in uh, seven hours. So, <laughs> Rube, that means I wow. have to, like put on a suit and take a shower. Ah, oh, oh, you got to get up in about five hours. Then I don't want to think about it. Uh, Rube. Needless Earth to say, fellas, I'm not posting the show this evening, which would be why I <gasps> previous show. Um. And yeah, I didn't look at the numbers. Wasn't that the show? What 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 show did we did I just post? Uh, Two hundred twelve. It was the one that okay. we did the Wednesday before the election. Okay, November first, the rambling show. Um, By the way, it's up on Facebook. I have two hundred and thirteen that we did on the seventh that I started on today, so that'll be up soonish, and then. We'll just keep uh, keep rolling until I get caught up again. Not quite as bad as I was uh, back in the spring. I think I got six episodes behind at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So uh, that's what happens, Jeff. That one night when I was like, "Man, I really don't feel like posting the show." I was like, but I no, know you I'm... were in you were in Dallas, weren't you? No, uh, maybe. I don't remember why I didn't do it, but I was like, you know, but if I don't post the show, I'm going to, it's going to be like a, like an avalanche and it's just going to get bad. And I knew that and I didn't post the show and that's what happened. I got to do it the night we record or it won't get done. (coughs) All right. So I guess this is it then for episode 215 of the after lodge podcast. 14. Did you have something to add Bruce? Oh, it is 15. 
No. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published, the operative word being published, episode of the After Lodge podcast <laughs> at afterlodge.com. Never mind the WWW. Google has said it is not necessary and they own the internet, I guess. Uh, you can shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with us on IRC at irc.snoonet.org. Right? Yes, pound sign Freemasonry. <laughs> um, you can hang out with us on some of the guys on Facebook. Uh, I'm not on Facebook, but uh, some of them are at Twitter, uh, both at After Lodge. We are, of course, on the Freemasonry and After Lodge subreddits. And maybe one day in the future, uh, we'll, we'll do this whole Marco Polo thing um, or something else. Who knows? I tried uh, Macedon and no. Aspera, but nobody's on those. So we'll get a good social media thing going. And uh, until then, brothers, find us on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, G Potter, My Freemasonry, and wherever else podcasts are brought to you. Leave us some feedback. Tell your friends about us. And we will see you next week. Later. Slaughter.